Podcast family, spoken word family, how are you? I hope you are well. This is your girl MGW and this is another episode. I just want to partner with you in prayer. I want to partner with you in faith. I want to partner with you in belief for, for, for this that we're, these petitions that we are going to be lifting up and made known unto God. We, we are reminding him. It's not that he needs a reminder, but we are reminding him. We are going to our father. We're going to Abba because he is our very present help in the time of trouble. And so I, I just want you to, 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 uh, to believe. That's it. I just want you to believe with me that whatever it is, it is possible. It is possible with our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And there is uh, two verses that I'm going to read before we go right into prayer. And it is Isaiah 49 verses 15 through to 16. It says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast? And have no compassion on the child she has born. Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. The word of the Lord. And in in the natural scheme of things, we don't want to believe. It's hard to see a mother forgetting the, the baby on her breast, forgetting the baby that she would have carried for seven to nine months or so, you know, forgetting the baby that she would have bonded with within the womb. But things happen, things happen. But the Lord, the word of God is saying to us that even if through whatever circumstances this mother forgets her child, her baby, God is saying that Though she may forget, I will not forget you. So whatever it is, whatever it is that you're experiencing and you're wondering, is God hearing me? Why do I feel like he has forgotten me? The word of God also says that he will never leave us, never forsake us. In like manner, he will not forget us. He will remember. I like that this passage of scripture says that we are inscribed we are engraved in his hand. And I'd, I'd want to believe now that every time the Lord looks at his hand, he's seeing your name. Don't, don't even think about the other names that are in the palm of his hand. Just remember that your name, your name is written. It's engraved in the hand of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so, Heavenly Father, We come to you this morning, this day, this night, this afternoon, just this moment right now, here and now. We come to you, dear Father, knowing that you are Abba, knowing that you are Lord, knowing that you are King, knowing that you are Creator, you are Provider, you are Protector, you are Shield, knowing that you are the all-in-all-sufficient God, the I am that I am. And as we come to you, we, we humble ourselves. We humble ourselves to know that we, we, we are not able to do anything at all without you. There's a song that says we can't even walk without you holding our hands. We are fully dependent on you. The very air that we breathe is courtesy of you, Almighty God. Even if it's in a tank, 
even if it has to be assisted, it is courtesy of you, Almighty God. And so we, we know that life comes from you. You said, let there be, and there it was. Before you did that, there was nothing. And even after their father, there's no one else who can say, let there be. And it is done in the way that you made it beautiful. You said everything was beautiful until sin came in and marred. But from day one, you had a plan, Lord. You had a plan and you said you love us so much that you sent your only begotten son. You allowed your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, to come to walk earth, to experience even some of the things that we're experiencing right now. Everything that, that he would have walked through, he walked through for us. And so we know, dear Father, that there is even a set of footprints that we can stand in right now. We can, we can literally walk into the footprints knowing that the way has been made through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And with all of that, dear Father, we humble ourselves and we say, forgive us of our sins and our trespasses because we have sinned. We have fallen short of your glory. Your word says, if, if we say that we have no sin, then we make you out to be a liar. And dear father, you, you can never ever be a liar. Not when you are the way and the truth. And so we see ourselves this morning, this day, this night, this hour. We see ourselves. We see our frailty. We see our limitations. We see our, our incapacities right now. Hallelujah. But, but we recognize you. There's a song that says you are stronger than the strongest. You are wiser than the wisest. You are greater than the greatest. And even in, if we were to look at grammar, we may think that how can that be? But that is it. You, you are outside of our vocabulary. We, we can't even find adequate words to exalt you. We can't find adequate words to describe you. If we were to go from A to Z, we would even stumble. And even if, if, if we get that free flow to go, then we would use all the words based on the limitation of our vocabulary and we'll be stuck. But it doesn't mean that you are stuck because you are a limitless God. And so right now, dear Father, we relinquish our whole. We relinquish, relinquish our whole, Almighty God. And, and what we're holding on, who we are trusting is you. Your word says that some trust in the horses. They trust in the, in the things that they own. But dear father, it's you that we have. It's you that we know. And, and you're not the unknown God. We know you because we have relationship with you. We know you because we are creation. And you are creator. We were created in your image and your likeness. And so as we, as we come to you right now, you expect us to come. You've been anticipating this moment. Dear Father, we are literally holding each other. It doesn't matter any ethnicity. It doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter sex. We are in agreement right now because we know that there is a power in agreement. We become one. You, you told us that we are members of one body to which you are the head. And so we come together. We, we assemble even now. 
We assemble even now their father. Hallelujah. And we seek your face. We seek your face. Dear Father, it may not be a hurly in the morning, but right at this moment, we are seeking your face. Your face will we seek, dear Father. Because with your face, Almighty God, it's, it's, it's everything. There is just a glory. There's just an awe. There's just a presence. There's just a reverence. There's just a worship. There is just a looking up, a bowing down to look up, to behold. And so, dear Father, it doesn't matter what would have happened before we, we, we came into agreement in prayer to become one before you. We are believing right now that, as you said, without faith, it is impossible to please you. That every mustard seed of faith has been joined and has been knitted together. And so this faith that is amplified, this faith, this faith that is greater than our fears, this faith, Almighty God is saying, yes, yes, it can be done. Yes, it is well. Yes, it is possible. It is no longer impossible, but it is possible because you make all things possible. You make ways not even just a way, but you make ways where there seem to be no way. Dear Father, you would have seen tears. And tears is indeed a language that you understand. When, when words, when there were just no words to come, no sound to come, it was just tears. And even now tears are still flowing for your children. Tears are still running down the cheek because they are just needs on top of needs. But daddy, we call you daddy. We call you Abba. We call you father because it's who you are. Your word says if the even father, if a father who has nothing good about him knows how to, to, to answer and to provide for his child, his children, what about you, our good, good father? What about you, our good, good father? Not only are you our good, good father, but you are the creator of the heavens, the earth, and everything within. There's nothing that was created that was not created by you. Your word says that cattle upon, upon the hills, they belong to you, dear father. So everything, there's not a need right now that you cannot fill. There is not a need, even if we decide that we want to put you to the test, we would be the one failing. Because what? You are the supplier of every single need. Every single need, you are the supplier. Not only do you supply, but you, you go exceedingly abundantly above. Daddy Jesus, if we ask you for one, you're able to give us a hundred. If we put a limit, if we dare put a limit on you and ask you for something you said exceedingly, abundantly above all we could ever ask, imagine, or think according to your glorious riches. And so, Daddy, we lift up every single need, great, small, and in between to you, provider. Jehovah Jireh, before we ask, 
Before the need even came to be known, you knew that there was a need. And all we're seeing this morning, this day, this hour, is Lord, supply our needs, all of our needs, according to your riches in glory. Good shepherd, good shepherd, it's who you are. It's who you are. Dear Father, even now as we reflect, you, you, you sent your man's servant, Elijah, and you allowed, you, you, you sent him to a place, a remote place, but what you did, you made provision. You allowed a crow. You allowed a crow. And if there's any Jamaican listening to this prayer, you know that when we say crow, we call it a drunk crow. That feed, it's a vulture that, that, that feeds on, on, on dead carcasses. But daddy, you would have allowed a drunk crow, a crow to, to take the provision to your servant. The crow had to deny his need. The crow had to deny his need and to settle the need of the man of God. And so even now, dear father, we don't know who may need to deny their need, deny themselves to, 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 to satisfy the need of a daughter, the need of a son, even now. But we believe it to be so. We believe it to be so. We believe it to be so that even cupboards that are empty, supplies are running down. Supplies have gone low and we reflect on the woman that had but the little oil and the flour. And you sent that same servant to challenge her to, to, to bake him a cake. To bake him a cake after she said, you know what? I have enough just to eat for me and my son and then we will die. But you sent a challenge her way. The real challenge that will bring the increase that she never ran out. And she was in obedience. And so we pray, dear Father, that even as a challenge will come to say, how badly do you need this? How badly do you believe that I can do it, that I can exceed it, that there will be an obedience to this challenge? There will be an obedience to what you have said, what you have placed in somebody's heart. Dear Father, the woman was told to collect every barrel Every barrel that was available, whether she needed to borrow or whatever. And she was to lock the door behind her and her sons and to pour. The oil did not run out until every barrel was filled. And so we pray, God, that, that that person, as your word says, little is much when you are in it. So, so that little oil, whatever represents the little oil, it, it, may be, it, it may be a widow's might right now. It may be a coin. It may be a dollar. It may be limited finances. But whatever has the limit, little is much when you are in it. And so there, Father, we saw that when, when you were going to feed the multitude and there wasn't enough, you, you had thousands, you had thousands of men, women, and, and children. 
The disciples, they were barely able to find the little boy with the loaf and the bread. And it, it was it was impossible. And that's what you specialize in, the impossible things. But what you did, you took it, you looked up to your father in heaven and you blessed it. And it, it fed them and there was more. And that's what we are doing now. We are presenting what you've given to us, the little that we have remaining back to you. And we're asking you, the great mathematician, to multiply. Daddy, there's no logics to you because you said two become one. Two become one. And in our natural sense, we'd want to say two is two or we want to increase. But what you did, you, 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 you cause it to decrease. And you said two become one. And so, dear Father, we ask that you put a divine mathematics upon, upon, upon what is available. What is available in the natural to your people. Dear Father, even now, we remember, we remember this account where Elijah had to pray for the, the, the eyes of his servant to be opened so that he saw that while he was surrounded by the enemy, there were, there were, there were so many that he could not see, so many divine helpers that he could not see because he wasn't looking in the realm of the spirit. And, and then he, he recognized that there were more for him than those that were against him. And so we open our spiritual eyes today we recognize that even though it looks as if the enemy is gaining in on us he's so close upon our ears that there are more for us than those that are against us because what the angel of the lord encamp round about them that fear you and their father we are in a holy fear we are in a holy fear and so we know that you are the defense we know that you are the strong tower and so we rise in faith we rise in faith toward the victory. You didn't give us a spirit of fear. What you gave us is power, love, and a sound mind. Perfect love casts out all fear. And so even now, wherever there is fear, wherever there is fear, we expose it to the perfect love of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The God who cannot love us any less cannot love us anymore because there is just a constant love and you and you said therefore now there is no condemnation there's nothing that can separate us from this great love there is nothing that can separate us from this marvelous and wonderful love and so we pull on that love even now for, for persons who are dealing with rejection for persons who want to just stay locked away in, in that tight spot, in that dark place. We pray that the love of God will encircle even now. We pray that the love of God will embrace. We pray that the love of God will, will strip away every darkness, every heaviness, every weight. We pray that the love of God will break every chain. We pray that the love of God will unwrap every grave clothes. We pray that the love of God will reveal how fearfully and wonderfully made you are in the image and the likeness of God. We pray that the love of God will reveal that there is no one. There is no one. There is no one. There is no one. No one. No one. Absolutely no one who can but Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Lord, you know every struggle. You know every pressure. You know every pain. There's a physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain, mental pain that your people are experiencing. But we know you as the balm in Gilead. We know you as Jehovah Rapha. You said by your stripes. We are healed. It's a continuous healing. It's a healing that never runs out. And so we pray for divine healing. We pray there, Father, that there will be your wounded hands. That your wounded hands will literally touch someone where it hurts. Your, your wounded hand will be upon somebody's head even now. Every headache. Every headache. Every tension headache. Every frontal. Every back headache. Every headache, headache of every size and nature and magnitude, every pounding headache. You can't seem to think. Even your very eyes are hurting because of the, the intensity of the headache. But we apply the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth upon your head. Every neutrons, everything be neutralized to the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth even now. Dear Father, every skeletal pain, everything that is happening in the bodies of your people, you know. Everything that is operating contrary to how you made it. Dear Father, you know. You know, you know, you know. You, you don't even need to be reminded. But it is you that we see. You are the doctor over every doctor. You are the specialist over every specialist. And so, dear Father, every orthopedic issue today, we put them to you. Every, every pain in the ligaments and the joints, we put them to you. Every blood issue. There is a blood. There is a blood that purifies every blood. Every cancer of the blood. We subject it to the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Dear Father, there are some of your people, your children who are on blood thinners. But we pray that you will run through veins. We pray that you will run through veins. We pray that you will run through veins wherever there are clots. Wherever there are clots that want to cause impending danger. We pray that every clot will be cleared. Every blockage will be cleared. There will be a free flow. There will be a free flow. There will be a free flow in the bodies. Of your people, their father, every swelling, every uncommon swelling be subjected to the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every discomfort around the waist, the loin area, their father, we put it to you. We put it to you. God, you can do your x-ray. You can do whatever needs to be done. As a matter of fact, their father, you already see what is happening. And so we are believing, we are agreeing by faith that errors that have been stationary, errors that, that, that feel incapacitated, errors that, that, that feel as if you can't move, 
You can't move whatever side of you that is numb right now. We pray that there will be a movement, a movement of fingers, a movement of toes. There will be a movement. There will be a movement. There will be a restoration of movement to your body even now. Lord, have your way. There's just so many things happening. So many things happening even in the organs of your people. But their father, every single thing that is out of work, everything that is out of sort even now, every sickness, every disease, every illness, every pain, we submit them. We submit them to the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and to the mighty, powerful name of Jesus. As your word says at the mention of your name, knees have to bow. So knees of sickness have to bow, bow to the great name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, as we know you to be healer, as we know you to be restorer, we know you as resurrection and life. So even, even, even what seems dead You are able to bring back to life. We saw this through Lazarus. Four days dead. Four days wrapped up smelly. But you showed up. You showed up. You showed up. Because this one one even caused you tears. I don't know who who it is that is causing tears even now. But you showed up. And as you showed up for Lazarus. Mary and Martha thought that you could only do it when he was alive. When he was sick. But you said, you know what? You told your disciples, this is just so your father in heaven can be glorified. There's a Lazarus situation, but it is for your glory. It is for your glory. It is for your glory. Your word says the sickness is not until death, but so the son of God will be glorified. Glorify yourself in this. It will not end like the woman with the issue of blood who spent all her money going to worthless physician that could not heal her. It will not end with every resources being spent on medical bills. It is for your glory. And so, their Father, be thou glorified. Son of God, be thou glorified. Exalt yourself. Be thou glorified. Lord, you'll cause even doctors, family members, friends, neighbors, colleagues to see that it is about you. You're the only one. That is able to do this thing. Work a work. Work your work. Miracle signs and wonders. It's what you do. It's what you do. The impossible things are what you do. You specialize in the things that are seemingly impossible. And so as we lower like the friends lowered the man on the mat to you through the roof. We lower that situation to you today. Their father... You told him to take up his bed and walk. And that's exactly what he did. We pray, dear Father, that someone will roll their mat and that they will walk, walk out of the situation that has rendered them bedridden. Be healed from it. Woman, be thou healed. Man, be thou healed. Boy, be thou healed. Girl, be thou healed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are the healing Jesus. You are the healing Jesus. Lord, this day is for your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Everything that we feel to ask of you, you already know. We continue to trust in you. 
We continue to believe in you. And guess what? We are careful to give you all the glory. You are a jealous God. You will not share your glory with another. And so we take no part of what you have done for ourselves. He said we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. And so we pray, dear Father, that, that as healing has been received, that will be received, that there will be testimonies coming up to you, dear Father, that you will be fully acknowledged. You will be fully worshipped. For those who don't know you as Lord and Savior, they will recognize that, you know what? It pays to serve the Lord. It pays to worship. It pays to give everything over to him because he's the only one who was able to and is able to. Bless us, we pray. Anoint us, we pray. Revive us, we pray. Magnify your great name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.